But let's get right into the soundbite. Let's listen to Bubba Watson at the 2012 Masters. Let's go to number one. Bubba's ball was 163 yards to the flag in a straight line. But in between the ball and the flag was a Carolina cherry tree, a magnolia tree, a TV tower, and hundreds of patrons. He was in jail. And I hit 52 degree, my gap wedge, hooked it about 40 yards. Seriously? A 40-yard hook with a wedge? To find out the true geometry of the shot, we dissected the hole, confirming our data with a rangefinder. GPS technology. I love when they try to use physics. This is from Sports Science, John Brinkus, where they try to understand the mindset of a golfer. He's going to tell you how he hits the ball because his brain can do all of these calculations and be creative. Let's listen to number two. Bubba's closest line of escape was on the edge of a magnolia 62 feet away. A straight shot 163 yards along that line puts him in a bush left of the green. Well, from this spot, which is where a dead straight ball would have landed, the flag is still 35 yards away. A safer target line, just two feet clear of the Magnolia, would have left a straight ball almost 41 yards from the hole. So they're trying to understand how the hell did Bubba Watson come up with a shot that could get his ball out of jail? And the reason I'm playing this is here's an example where the creativity, where the, where the roll drops in the beef juice, but you go with it. This is the mindset. They're, they're trying to figure out how does Bubba Watson hit this ball? They're trying to do it with physics. Next, number three. But Bubba took an even more conservative route, launching the shot at least four feet left of the Magnolia. This means that according to our analysis, Bubba was flat out wrong. He didn't even hit a 40-yard hook. It was closer to a 45-yard hook. So what kind of physics are at play to make a 52-degree wedge curve that much? Good luck trying to figure this out. But this is the beauty of the mindset. And we're going to get into Arnold Palmer in a second. Let's play number four. With a dramatically inside-out club path and a closed club face, Bubba tilted the axis the ball spins on by up to 38 degrees. Although golf balls are launched with backspin, tilting that axis creates a relative motion that essentially works as side spin. Bubba generated... An estimated 7,200 RPM of spin. That's nearly three times faster than the average Major League curveball spins. And finally, number five. Of course, with the Masters on the line, an instinctual golfer like Bubba Watson doesn't take into account the math and physics. Because that kind of shot making, known as Bubba Golf, is more art than science. And before there was a Bubba Watson there was an Arnold Palmer. So now let's listen to Arnold Palmer instinctively understanding, forget the physics, I'm going to make this ball skip along a lake and land on the green. I'm going to French dip my golf ball and change the world of golf. Let's listen to Arnold Palmer water shot number one. Well, now we've seen a lot of trouble shots. And for our purposes here, we can't go over the tree, we can't go to the right, and we can't go to the left, and we can't hit a normal shot. So we're going to have to go on the water, (laughs) meaning 
we're going to skip it across the water. Now we're going to skip it across the water with the ball above our feet and our right foot a little higher than our left foot, and we've seen all those shots. And, of course, we're going to make it go right across the water, skip up onto the green, and naturally, we're going to make a one putt. As you're going to about to hear, it doesn't necessarily go so well initially. This creative, instinctive golfer who's about to French dip this ball is going to finally get it done. Let's listen to Arnold Palmer, number two. Let's try it. The ball's higher than our feet, and it's a little to the back as we take the club, and here we go. Oops. The ball had a cut in it, and that's why it <laughs> dove into the water. You have to have a perfect golf ball to make this shot work. <laughs> Arnold Palmer, French dipping a golf ball. And finally, number three. So we'll try it one more time. This time, we do not have a cut in the golf ball. One more time, because that ball was a Jack Nicklaus ball. You have to catch it just right so that when it gets to the bank on the other side, it doesn't catch the edge. It has to hit up in the middle of the bank on that fifth skip. You notice it was the fifth skip, right? There we go, and a one putt for a birdie. Arnold Palmer just successfully skipped the ball five times on the lake and onto the green. He French dipped the golf ball. Where in art and in music do we see it? We'll play one soundbite. Sounds of the glass harmonica that Benjamin Franklin invented. Listen to the story of the French dip in music. Let's go to that. William Zeitler, number one. Benjamin Franklin saw someone playing a set of water-tuned wine glasses and thought that this would be a more convenient arrangement. He wanted to do away with the water tuning and wanted to have a lot more glasses and be able to play more than two at a time. So voila, one of Franklin's favorite inventions. So uh, these are all wine glass, basically custom-blown wine glasses, and they're all nested inside of each other, and the whole assembly is turning so you can play it somewhat piano-like. Is that incredible? Coming up next, I'm going to have you listen to a visit with a glass harmonica player, Dean Shostak, when he meets Mr. Rogers and ultimately plays the song Mozart wrote for this instrument. And then he plays Mr. Rogers' favorite song, Tree, 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 on the glass harmonica. Something special happens in life when you dip it, when you dip it in liquid, on the golf course, in sports, in music, and certainly at Philippe's. Coming up next, we'll get into it. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. The number is 877-710-ESPN.